What's happening, my Jack family? Coach Scott here. JackedAfter40.com and ShreddedAfter40.com. Welcome to another episode of the Jacked After 40 podcast. I've got an incredible episode to share with you today. I'm going to be joined by one of my coaching clients, Mario. He's 53 years young and in absolutely incredible shape. You guys are going to be blown away by this. Uh, we're going to discuss uh, just the transformation that he's gone through during the past 13 months working with me, getting shredded, building muscle during a time with limited equipment. This is 13 months we've been training during the entire uh, pandemic here and it has not slowed him down one bit. So he's going to be sharing a lot of his experiences with us here. Going to be sharing some of the mobility that he's been incorporating into his training, uh, some of the cardio that he's been doing, just simple ways to include quick little bouts that suit into his overall active lifestyle. He is a busy professional, so just going to be sharing some insights into how he's been able to incorporate all of this into his life uh, while still having a life in the process. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, please do us a favor and smash that thumbs up button. We'd really appreciate it. And we'd love to hear from you down in the comment section below. Let me know how inspired you are after seeing Mario in action and hearing his story here. Enjoy the episode. All right, Mario. So let's give uh, everyone a little bit of background on you and, and our journey together so far here. We've been working together for about 13 months at this time. We started around uh, beginning of May 2020, right kind of in the thick of this whole pandemic here when uh, gyms were locked down and scrambling for equipment. Um, you are 53 years young. You're what, just under five foot, eight inches tall. That's right. Current, yeah. So a little, little taller than me and weighing in close to me as well, a little bit heavier. Uh, you're right around 155 right now. We started our journey together. You were close to 170 pounds and uh, you cut for I think it was just over seven months time where you dropped 23 pounds. So from May till like mid-December, you dropped about 23 pounds, got down to about 146, 147 pounds was your leanest there, kind of hovered there for a couple of weeks. And then I think you sent me, you sent me a photo and you had like ab veins crawling up your side. They're like, <laughs> we're debating like how much, how much further do we want to push this? I'm like, well, I saw that picture. I'm like, dude, you're done. <laughs> you are, you are crazy peeled. So that was like kind of mid to towards the end of December there after about seven and a half months of, of cutting. Uh, and it was consistent progress. I'm going to show a graph here of what your progress has been like over the past uh, 13 months here. So good, slow and steady, consistent progress, like 23 pounds. Okay. Morning, Chief. <laughs> Morning, Chief. Exactly. <laughs> He's been hilarious the past couple of podcasts. Um, but yeah, so like 23 pounds over seven, seven and a half months is it's a good, that's a good slow and steady progress there. Um, and then since that point, so for the, but the past, uh, past six months, we've been slowly bumping up your calories and you're up, I'd say about eight pounds in that time. Again, there's going to be a lot of, it's going to be food volume in there. Um, and again, replenishing your system with, with the muscle glycogen and all that good stuff. So, um, that's just, uh, to me, it's almost like picture perfect progress, the slow, steady progress with fat loss, slow, steady weight gain here during muscle building. To me, it's been a coach's dream <laughs> to see how you've uh, really stuck to the plan throughout this entire process. So, and it's not like this is like a lot of people look at, at myself. This is my career. This is my business. It's I eat, sleep and breathe this stuff. You're a very busy professional. Uh, so let's give a little bit of background on like your lifestyle, uh, what you're all about and what this kind of past year has been like for you. 
Sure, Scott. And first of all, I'm, I'm happy and humbled uh, to be here. And I, I really appreciate the opportunity to share some of the, the journey with, with other people. I think it can be really helpful for them. I think we're, we're all sort of going through some similar things. And uh, yeah, so I uh, live in Bangkok, Thailand, where I've lived for the last uh, 12 years or so. And I've been living uh, in and out of Asia for the last 20 years or so. So I'm really familiar with this region and uh, I'm a lawyer and I uh, work for a big company and work with a, with a, with a big team. And, you know, so there, there's a lot of responsibility, as you mentioned, and it's a, a demanding profession, but you have to make time for what's important. And frankly, nothing is more important than wellness and health and, and the physicals fit very well within that context because, you know, muscle is sort of the ultimate longevity organ, and that's your your specialty. Um, for me, the process has been simple because of your coaching. Simple, but not easy. You've made it as as simple as you can make it. the the um, The plan has been incredible, and you know, you talk about sculpting a masterpiece, but you you in my mind, you're the sculptor, and I'm devoting the sweat equity to the process. And um, that has been a weight off of my mind. I think Aaron expressed it in similar terms. You know, I follow the plan and over time I've come to appreciate just how much thought goes into the plan, how much thought goes into the training, how much thought goes into the nutrition. You know, as I have uh, come out of this cut, I've really marveled at, at sort of the way that you've calibrated my calories and allowed me to, um, you know, sort of gently start putting on that weight without adding a lot of, uh, you know, extra fat and still retaining some, some aesthetics and some vascularity. So it's, it's worked out really, really well for me. And, uh, and I very much appreciate um, everything that you've done. I have worked with, uh, you know, coaches over the years and some online coaches. And this experience for me has re been really different. Uh, your philosophy, I, I resonate a great deal with it. Um, you believe in uh, consistency and intensity, but you're not trying to destroy us, you know, and you want it to be a, a, a pleasant experience, even though when you go into that gym, you're going to go through an ordeal, a little ordeal. Every time you go in, you're going to leave a piece of your soul there on the gym floor if you're doing it, uh, if you're doing it right. But at the same time, you leave room for, um, for us as your trainees to back off when appropriate. You're not trying to tell us to go in there and just you know, take it to volume level 11 every time if it's not appropriate. Uh, the other thing I like about your approach is you're very much into the idea of making the most of the cards you're dealt, whether that means sort of on a macro level in terms of, you know, hey, I'm not going to, I'm never going to be 6'4", 200 pounds, whatever. But, you know, you're going to make the most of your genetics, your aesthetics, and everything that you, that you have, your gifts. And, Likewise, on every, every day that you go into the gym, you're going to make the most of the cards you're dealt because you're not always going to have the right equipment, as you mentioned. You're not always going to feel at your best. You, your sleep may not be exactly where you want it. And so um, in my experience, you know, as you mentioned, when I started this process with you, it was a great lesson for me because I was, I was outside the country in a small condo. I had a bench, I had some adjustable dumbbells, and I had some resistance bands. And that's how I was able to achieve probably 
75 to 80 percent or more of the progress that we made during that time with such a basic setup. And, you know, it was it was really eye opening for me. If you just get rid of the idea that you need every fancy piece of equipment and all the frills and, you know, if you devote yourself, you can actually achieve some things. Now, it's been wonderful to have periodic access to the large virgin gym that we have down the street here different kinds of resistance are great and so on. But, um, and, and here in my, in, in my home during this partial lockdown, I have a, a pretty serviceable uh, home gym set up with weights and cardio, and that's been great. Um, but the point is you really just need minimal equipment to get this done. And that's what I try to stress to people. It's, it's not about having every piece of equipment and getting distracted with all the shiny machines and so on. They're, they're great. They have their place, but you can achieve a lot with very little. A hundred percent. No doubt about it. Dude, I think I, I, I appreciate everything you, you shared and said there. Um, and it just like to me, I am very proud of like the systems I build, the workout plans that I, I piece together for clients, but, um, they're, they're just, it's just words on paper. What matters most is the sweat equity that, that clients like yourself, like Aaron put into the training and um, just working it to its fullest and, and listening to your bodies and open communication. I think that's what really works incredibly well um, with the coaching client relationship there. You're great at it. Aaron's great at it. Um, just great. At, you're great at expressing if you're struggling, uh, what's feeling good, what you're reading, what you're learning, like you're someone who is on top of the game. You've been at this uh, for a while. Like you said, you've gone through um, many different coaches, many different online programs, and you're, you're a student of this game. And um, yeah, it's just fun to see you. It, it's, it's you. <laughs> it's you achieving this goal. I've got the plan, but you are putting in the work. So that that is absolutely awesome. Um, what has been... Chief, you're unreal right now, buddy. <laughs> Come here. Come say hi. Come here. Um, so what I want to know is, is what was your big reason why in the beginning there? Like 170 pounds, you look pretty good. Like you're you're decent at that stage. Average, I think a lot of people would, would look at your before pictures and go, man, I wish I, I looked at that. What was, what was your driving force to push it further and, and to get yourself lean again? Yeah, I think this gets into a little bit of the mental dimension of it, because the physical part, you know, if you're going to actually re force your body to transform into a different shape, it, it requires, you know, a lot of consistency and exertion. And, and uh, it's really a brute force deal. I mean, and it's a journey and it's a game of ounces and it's not overnight. You're putting a couple of pennies in the bank every workout. You don't go into the workout and, and accomplish everything in one day. And so um, for me, uh, you know, the, the, the mental part is, is actually um, probably the toughest part because you, you're, you're filled with doubts. You know, your ego is trying to protect itself from humiliation and it's feeding you, supplying you with messages like, uh, you know, 
who do you think you are? You're not that guy. You're not that gal. You're not going to be able to go in and, 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 and achieve these goals. Why are you weighing and measuring your food? This is insane. Why are you uh, sacrificing? You're hungry. Eat, you know, all these messages to try to uh, get yourself in a, in a certain mindset when, in fact, you're trying to do something healthy for yourself and reset your appetite and create healthy habits and uh, eat at the right times. And so, so, so again, the, the mental challenge is, is really intense. And, but my why was sort of able to overcome all of those doubts. And, uh, you know, and, and it's a daily thing. You have to go through uh, as you do that. Um, you know, every day, um, the training is, is tough, uh, but manageable. And the nutrition is a little bit like a puzzle every day, you know, in terms of what you're eating, when you're eating, uh, your macros and so on. It's not that complicated, though. It becomes second nature in a very short time. It's what people think it's some kind of, you know, arcane science where it's, wow, how could I possibly ever do these things that, that, that are required? But it's, it's definitely possible. Uh, and again, you don't even think about it after a short time. Right. But as far as the why, I would say, you know, it's fundamentally related to uh, health and wellness. And it did actually, there's a vanity component, of course, which you've, you've mentioned, which is a, a big driver. Uh, LGN, as Mark Sisson calls it, look good naked. Um, <laughs> yes. uh, but, <laughs> but, but, you know, after a while, you really become humbled by the process and it becomes like a practice, almost like, I don't know. It's like almost like meditation or something. You know, you don't see great meditators going around bragging about, you know, their meditative abilities. And likewise, I mean, after a while, the, the vanity and the aesthetic part uh, started to take a bit of a backseat really to all the benefits I was getting from, from the process. And it was building character and it was starting to, you know, reflect itself in other parts of my life. And your body becomes, um, other than being a walking billboard for your methods, um, your body becomes a, a manifestation of the idea that anything is possible because you were able to go through this journey and make a significant change in, 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 in uh, you know, the, the functionality and, and, and your physique and so on. And so for me, um, all of this ties together in, in terms of wellness and, and health. And, and again, as I mentioned, I think muscle is super important, especially as uh, people get older and it's the primary determinant of whether you're going to be a functional person as you get older. A lot of people say, well, you know, hey, people are living longer than ever now. So why are you so concerned about these things? This is a neurotic obsession or whatever. And I say, well, no, actually, that trend is reversing. People are not living longer anymore, even though they are living quite a bit longer because of science in general. But I've heard somebody say they're, they're not actually living longer. They're dying longer. Oh, <laughs> and um, wow. I, I really don't want to um, spend the last quarter of my life incapacitated. And so I try to um, and I try to tell people that. And, and I think Ben Franklin said that um, a good example is the best sermon and in my own modest way, I, I try to provide that for people. I know that I have a long journey ahead in terms of my general athleticism. I'd like to improve. I have certain areas, you know, VO2 max and, and uh, other things, um, uh, you know, my, my squat needs some work and so on. But, um, you know, the trajectory is great and that's very inspiring for me. And so I think that is, is my sort of broad why. It's the sport of longevity, the sport of functionality and and uh and all of those things yeah that is 
That's outstanding, man. I absolutely love that. So let's talk about some of the lessons that you've learned this past year, um, especially through your, your training. Like we, we talked about, you've gone through different programs in the past, different methodologies. What have been some of the, the, the bigger lessons that you have learned through, through this past year of training? Well, one that you talk about a lot uh, is around, you know, bulking and cutting and, and honestly sort of putting on and taking off the same 20 pounds over and over in the hope of some incremental benefit. And I've been on that train uh, before and with similar um, sort of uh, uh, average kind of results where I just, it just hasn't been sustainable for me. It hasn't been something that I've enjoyed and I'm, I've really come around to your method of basically cutting down to uh, you know, an appropriate weight and then slowly building back up and then maybe engaging in a couple of smaller cuts over time. We haven't gotten into the, the smaller cut um, uh, part of the process, but um, it's interesting to come out of this cut recently and, and then not, um, you know, not be so worried about, okay, I'm putting on some more weight and I'm, you know, all my, my effort is now going to be, uh, is going to vanish because I'm, I'm, I'm adding calories. It, it really hasn't concerned me because I, I have confidence that you could help me to structure uh, new nutritional um, uh, parameters that would allow me to return back to a state of, you know, leanness and so on. And honestly, I'm not even that concerned about bouncing around, you know, in this weight range because it's acceptable. And right. as you said, you don't have to, you know, look like you're aspiring to the stage every moment of the year. It's just, you know, reasonable kind of band and uh, your sweet spot as you've called it. And I think it's, it's fine for me. Um, I'd say the other thing that I've learned is, you know, in general around nutrition, I had my own ideas that I, that I brought to this and I had some very strongly held preconceptions uh, around uh, intermittent fasting and certain other things. Uh, but you, you can't learn what you think, you know, and that's Epictetus uh, said this. And I, 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 I came into this saying, okay, I'm going to take a leap of faith and accept some of these different ideas that Scott is bringing to me around meal frequency. For example, I now eat, far more frequently than I, than I used to. Um, and around training techniques as well. I used to do a lot of reverse pyramid training, which, you know, was just frankly not that effective for me. And it just stressed me out when I would go to the gym, I would feel like, I, you know, it was like a life or death thing, whether I was going to be <laughs> able to hit that, the, 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 uh, the goal. And just, I felt like it was just sort of too much too much cortisol or something going on with that type, type of training. And there's a place for it. And I'm sure that at some point we might incorporate it, but to make it the mainstay of a program for a guy in my age range and so on, just clearly uh, was suboptimal compared to what you're doing, which is uh, different rep ranges. And then I really love the way you, you set up the workout so that um, the earlier uh, types of exercises are great warmups for what comes next and you kind of get your your body well lubricated with, with, with fluid and blood and so um it's it's been 
really beneficial, just the sequence that you, uh, that, that you set forth in every workout. And again, that's one of the things I admire is just how well thought out everything is. He's got other priorities. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like that he's not the star of the show right now, which is uh, something else. Hey, buddy, come here. You're a good boy. You're a good boy. Um, so much, so much good there. And it's, and that's the, the beauty of it is, um, like I, as a coach, I like to work with your own natural eating tendencies, but, um, it's learning about like what, what has, you've tried many different approaches in the past, what has worked for you. Um, and I've just expressed like when, when you were like eating big two meals a day, I thought, you know what, like for us men over 40, you over 50, um, like the one benefit of having a few more frequent meals throughout the day, just, you don't need to do six meals a day or anything like that is like trying to get your protein spread out a little bit more throughout the day. There may be some, anabolic benefit to that so um, and we just we share we, yeah. we we have a great conversation back and forth and i share my reasoning why i would want maybe a change maybe try it out you try it out it doesn't feel good to you all right we go back to to what works best for you um but it is it is fun just kind of having that back and forth relationship and and being able to evaluate where you're at and then just start making subtle little tweaks to see how how you respond to that so well, on that, on that, go ahead. No, I was, sorry, Scott. I was just gonna say on that point, I, I do agree. It, it just isn't as anabolic. I don't believe to have the limited meals I was having. I mean, it's just such a difference now. I can feel it. Um, and also the way that I'm eating now, I'm, I'm so much more conscious of, of the importance of um, low calorie uh, satiating, you know, high volume food and sort of working that in and uh, the vegetables that I, the amount of vegetables that I eat in order to sort of be able to make the most of the uh, calorie budget. And then one thing that I, that I have also kind of made my peace with, which I struggled with for many years is, you know, I, I, I'm really into ancestral health and I'm really into, you know, the concept of, of a kind of a reasonable paleo approach, uh, which, which I, I learned from, uh, uh, you know, the great, uh, Rob, Rob Wolf and, uh, and, you know, but, uh, it just is hard to make that work in the context of the kind of caloric budgets that are necessary in order to reach certain physique goals. And so I've had to modulate and make certain compromises around that. Would it be better to eat a ribeye compared to a lean tenderloin? Maybe on some level. Yeah. Is it healthier to have, you know, black molasses compared to a little bit of stevia, probably so. Should I be eating sardines every day? That's not a bad idea, but, you know, that's tough to fit in some days to your macro. So you have to kind of space things out a bit. And, and uh, you know, so I've come up with all kinds of hacks to allow me to kind of make, make it possible to, to honor both goals. And it, that's been a really interesting journey but i love the way you push back also you know when i bring you an idea you don't you don't just uh you know you don't dismiss it out of hand but you're very um uh i mean i I just i just really appreciate the way you analyze things that i bring you thoughtfully and then you arrive at a conclusion which may be hey i don't necessarily think a bunch of collagen powder is 
going to be the best use of your calories at this stage. And here's the evidence and, you know, try it if you want. But so we've had a lot of those discussions, which have been beneficial to me. And I have put my ego aside because, you know, I, I've been sort of the village idiot on wellness uh, at my company and in in many settings um, where I I have full of opinions and so on, but it's been a beneficial experience for me to uh, defer to you because, you know, results are, important and you've been able to achieve those sustainably over a long time and you do care about micronutrients you are not just one of these people saying you know pure calories in calories out don't worry about the quality of your food that's not your message your message is find a balance you know and i i appreciate that it's it's fantastic but that, what i appreciate is you having an open mind and i think that's that's a big problem within our industry and, and I'd say I've probably been guilty of it in my younger days as well, having a closed mind towards what style of training would be best and nutrition practices. And but I think the if you go into things with an open mind, you may have certain ideas of what worked best for you, but being willing to, all right, I can set aside what I think might be right, give this a try, see how my body responds, and then go from there. So that's um, that's been excellent. And the and the the beauty of what I do, my job and everything is I'm learning just as much from my clients as, as you guys are, are learning from me. And one thing that I'm really learning a lot from you is how to start incorporating some mobility into my training. And uh, it, it's been huge. I've been talking about it for a while and I see you incorporating this into, into your daily lifestyle and how it's been paying off for you. And you have a busy life. Like it's tough enough to to fit in the workouts and, and everything else got going in, but making time for mobility as well. Um, you've prioritized it. So, so how's that been working for you? Um, how have you managed to, to find time to work that? And then how, how has it been paying off for you? Yeah, I did go on a, on a big mobility kick and I'd say that it's still intact. Um, I basically put together some of my favorite, YouTube routines that I identified and then I created a nice little flow for myself with uh, several of these things and I I have it down to a system where I can get through it you know reasonably quickly if I want to do the whole thing it's it can take me as long as 40 minutes if I want to do an abbreviated session it can be 10 or 20 minutes Um, but um, it, 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 it does make me feel better and it makes me feel like I have a better overall level of athleticism when I'm able to do some of these movements, which are nothing you know, too impressive, but they're, they're, you know, um, invigorating. And I, I just feel like it's benefiting me in, in my training, but I have in recent weeks started to focus a bit more on, um, moderate intensity, aerobic, uh, you know, cardio exercise rather. And, um, in, in lieu of doing the mobility every single day, you know, I'll do a few minutes a day, but, um, and that I think is a better balance because I think you have to get in about 150 minutes, ideally of the moderate intensity, uh, cardio, if you can, or, I mean, you know, it's, it's obviously you can, there's a band there, but for me, I would, I would love to be able to get in more moderate intensity cardio. And so I've, I've sacrificed a little bit of the daily mobility practice in, in favor of that, and I, I think that's the right path for me because when you do that moderate intensity cardio, you are um, also loosening your body up and there's a mobility dimension to that as well. So there are different ways to, to skin the cat. So I, I, I think that 
that's the direction I'm going in. And I'd like to maybe get in one, what, what's been called HIRT, high intensity rest training or something. It's not exactly high intensity. Uh, it's not HIT. It's, it's, it's more of a, where you're taking more luxurious breaks, but you're getting in that intensity of, you know, 10 seconds to 30 seconds. And for me, it's closer to 10 seconds. Honestly, I've got an assault bike and that, that's, that helps a lot. Um, yes. So I guess that's my, that's my mobility cool. situation. I, yeah. yeah and, and, and that's excellent. And again, like, like you said, like vanity is important to us. It is a big driver, but there, there is so much more to it. We do want to live our lives to the fullest. We want to live a long life, not die a longer life. Right, um, so right. I really like that you have this awareness of the different aspects of your health and well-being that you're you want to improve upon. You do, you're doing everything you can to feel your best in all areas. Your muscle is our greatest asset, but you're realizing that we've got to be mobile, limber, and and yeah. move around, like function function our best. And our cardiovascular endurance is is incredibly important for overall health and well being as well. And like brain health and staying staying alert, staying staying focused. It's uh, yeah. all these different factors playing together. So it's it's really just great to see how our, our reasons why we're doing what we're doing evolve as we discover the different things that we can incorporate into our, our lifestyle that make us feel better and allow us to, to feel at our best. Now I'm curious, like um, in your line of work, like you also, uh, I'm here lots of, you, you get lots of compliments from others. You've been inspiring. Others are, are clearly, I'm sure we're going to hear a lot of others as I'm flashing videos and pictures of you up on the screen uh, during the podcast here, seeing how lean you are, the, the results that you've been able to achieve, how you're building up your physique. So you're inspiring people in many ways. Um, how has your own personal transformation, like, what have you taken from this to, to help inspire others, like through your words? And, and I know you're writing a book as well on corporate wellness, and, um, that's an area that you're passionate about as well. So how, how has your own personal experience helped with, uh, with getting your message across with, with corporate wellness as well? It, it does help, uh, of course, to, to show, you know, what's possible and and a lot of uh colleagues have you know uh, taken a look at me and they've said okay i'd like to try to do something along those lines and there are there are a handful that have that have definitely made the commitment but it is a tough audience you know because executives are are paid for their judgment and they tend to have the uh, dunning kruger effect on steroids you know where they sort of feel like they know everything they overestimate their their expertise in all kinds of areas because you know that kind of confidence and swagger actually is beneficial sometimes in the corporate world um to appear like you have all the answers and so um a lot of times people do ask me for advice and you've heard this um, funny term an ask hole which is somebody that asks you for a lot of advice and then never takes it and so I do have a, a circle of good friends who like to ask me questions and then I don't see them uh, implementing too much, to be honest. Um, but uh, yeah, it can be, it can be a tough audience for that reason. Um, but I think on balance, what, what executives need to pay attention to like anybody else are the fundamentals. Um, you cannot expect if you're not sleeping, if you're not getting some movement, looking for movement opportunities throughout your day, if you're not eating properly, you're just not going to be able to, um, to improve your health. And 
a lot of times people ask you questions that are sort of obscure, like, Hey, should I be drinking, you know, lemon juice in the morning with my water? And I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, why don't you, why don't you go to bed on time and, and, uh, you know, stop eating, you know, an entire box of whatever. And maybe that's the starting point, but there are people that gravitate toward sort of these small, small points. They, they major in the minor, as I've heard somebody say. So, it's, uh, but it's, you know, it, it's, it's an important part of, uh, of this process for me to try to help people when they, when they, when they seek it out, I've stopped sort of evangelizing because it, people are either ready or they're not, uh, to, to hear the message. And, and it's, it does take investment and people I think are a little bit, um, they're a little bit afraid really to embark on an important project around a physical transformation. Um, uh, Stephen Pressfield wrote a book called The War of Art. And in that book, he talks about how, uh, you know, you have a resistance to great projects. And again, it's that, that notion that your ego is trying to protect itself and, and not be vulnerable. Because if you fall on your face after you've made a significant investment, that's painful. And I think that's one of the reasons why some people are resistant to, to getting a coach you know, which is astonishing to me because, you know, this is a journey. It's a little bit like gardening. It takes, you know, you have to be, have, have an awareness of the seasons and what kind of seeds you need and how much water and fertilizer. Otherwise you wouldn't dream of trying to garden, but people go into the gym with remarkably little knowledge and just try to start a program and then they get frustrated and then that's it. And they declare failure. And so you, you, you do see a lot of, uh, a lot of this attitude throughout all segments of society, including the executive ranks. So there, there are challenges, but it's really rewarding when a colleague actually, um, you know, embarks on this and then you're able to help them and, and, and so on. And that, that's the great part of, uh, of the, the journey for me is, is trying to help other people. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And that's it. I find like that the, the best way to learn is to help others throughout the process as well. It kind of solidifies yeah. your own lifestyle. And I think it even adds a little bit of accountability too, like kind of knowing that people True. are looking, looking to you for guidance and um, yeah, that's, that's outstanding, man, dude, you just, uh, I mean, there's so much I want to dive into like, even more details about the cutting phase and what you were feeling towards the end and the challenges that you faced and, and how you're even feeling now with the, this whole muscle building process, this, this lean building phase and, and the comfort levels with how far you're going to push. I mean, like we said, we talked, you're in their sweet spot here, but I know there's a lot more we could dive into. We're going to, we're going to save it for a, another podcast. Cause uh, I, I know you and I will, we jive pretty well. We have a lot of great conversations through, through our messaging back and forth. And, um, dude, you're just, you're another bro like me, like, like Aaron, we just, we share similar values in life and outlooks and we just want to live our, our best lives possible. So it's, it's been freaking awesome talking to you here today. I'm sure you're, you've inspired many others through, uh, through our discussions here. So I, I can't thank you enough, my man. Hey, thank you so much, Scott, for really for everything that you've done. It's been life changing to work with you. I can say that uh, with total sincerity. I mean, I'm, I feel so fortunate that that I happened upon upon you and just great appreciation to you. I'm just I'm stoked for the next 13 months, like to see what you're able to achieve. Like now that we've got 
the got you down to the level of leanness you desire and that, and just taking this taking this new little slow and steady approach to to building and cutting over the next uh, next little while it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun to see how your your body responds you're the, the best thing is like you you are an implementer like you are you give your best effort and focus like there's never I never have to worry that you're slacking off in, in other way I give you I give you marching orders you are following those orders to a T and, and uh, putting in the effort your consistency your dedication it has paid off big time for you so I just I am stoked for, for what's to come. It's uh, we're going to fun, man. Like the gains may be a lot slower at this stage of the game for us when it comes to, to muscle, but I think the rewards are so much greater and, and the changes the the density of our muscles, the appearance, like the aesthetics of our appearances, it can still, there, there's still change is possible at this point. So I am so freaking stoked for you and, and what's to come, my man, especially like achieving what you did this year in this state with, with not state of the art equipment and all that kind of stuff and, and other stresses and stuff going on. Yeah. I, I can't imagine when, when things get, uh, when conditions are even better, but uh, dude, I'm so proud of you. So excited for what's to come. Thank you so much once again. And uh, for Thank everyone you. watching the podcast, I hope you gained some valuable insights from this. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please do us a favor and smash that thumbs up button. We'd really appreciate it. If you have any questions for Mario that you would like us to address in future podcasts, drop them down below and we'd, uh, we'd love to answer them uh, in an upcoming show here. If you know a fellow bro who would benefit from watching today's podcast, do me a favor, share it with them. Before you go, don't forget to download your free guide, Jacked After 40. Have yourself an amazing day. We'll catch you in the next podcast.